everyone, and welcome to uh, The Higher Estate. My name is Dr. Ira Price, but you all know that because the two only two of you listening. Happy 710, <laughs> everybody. Yes. Where's my shatterizer? Wait, all right. No vaping inside. Yeah, on, on camera. camera. Or just do it. I don't do it. Not. <laughs> Listen, I, why you can't vape? You can vape in a private residence, can't you? Is this a private residence? Said no. It is after hours. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Listen. Um, do all it right. behind your mic. <laughs> and then the cloud comes out. Uh, no, you put it, you do it into your, you do it like a straw. <laughs> you know what I did? We used to do in my buddy's basement. His mom caught us. Cause uh, she was go okay. She was going, he, going away. We thought she had left our ice. We started ripping the bong. We would blow it under the bed sheets and cover them. Yeah. And then he was under there blowing out his head. His mom came to give him a hug before she was leaving and lifted up the sheet. And this fucking cloud came That's out. That's crazy. Oh, there we I forget was thinking, that. Adrian, you know, if you're listening. Do it like a straw. You know, and then blow it out into I your drink. As you. fast blowing it out my shirt. Okay, but I do in it the in meantime, guys, in the restaurants, every let's, restaurant I go well, to. let's not, and let's let's just keep the law, please. Although hey. if the law is not just, I don't know, we have a duty to be civilly disobedient. The law we'd be breaking is the same law that doesn't allow you to smoke in a concert venue. You can't, if you go to an con indoor concert now, try lighting up a joint. You'll get kicked out so friggin' fast. Roger Daltrey will yell at you. You'll get kicked out. I gotta out tell you, I went fast. to the fish show. I think we spoke outside. about it. Yeah, I heard you. What outside. was it? I it was amazing. Yes. Oh, were outside. they bouncing around on uh, trampolines and they, stuff? I, on, I don't know. I, I saw don't them think at so. the music hall in Toronto and they were bouncing around doing backflips playing Not guitars. These guys, yeah, now they're like old. Older. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah now yeah. it's the arthritis walk. Yeah, they were in their <laughs> 20s back then. The yeah. Now it's uh, now they're playing. I'm sure, they're using cannabis. I'm going to be see that the Who in September. I saw the Who. Yeah. The Who. I can't take my weed with me, so no. the edibles and we're, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. There's are they? They used to play at Canada's Wonderland. The Who. Yeah, I saw the Who there. I saw the Almond Brothers there. Nice. This is back in the day. Leonard Skinner, yeah. Jackson. I, I never saw Leonard Skinner play. Uh, how bad is that? Obviously, every we, summer. Leonard Skinner yeah. would be so sweet. Spin doctors. Yeah. I've actually gotten to know two, two of the spin doctors. Really? Yep. Who's I that? saw them at Beer My, Fest uh, one year. Uh, Mark White. Good show. And I've known oh, yeah? him for yeah. years. And uh, I've just gotten to know their guitarist, Eric. Really? He lives in Toronto. Yeah. He has a great new band that he's touring uh, with. He plays at the Grossman's a lot. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay, well, let's... Uh, we're a half hour now, almost 40 minutes late here, folks. So, oh, and he's already gone. Turn off the coffee machine so it doesn't burn the place down. It's, <laughs> it's, it, okay. It's off. So, uh, before we get started in our, uh, what are we doing today? We are, we are going to be reviewing an article that is a therapy article. We're looking at uh, Crohn's disease today. We're going to talk about gastrointestinal issues. And uh, I think this is another one of the other landmark sort of trials. It's very, very early, very small, but back from 2013 that looked at uh, Crohn's patients and the use of a high THC um, um, product. Mm -hmm. But before we go to that, Mona Lisa, can I get a date on Friday? Ooh. No. Yeah. Um, that's for you, Tyler. You wanted me to sing? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Tyler. Yes. Bring it on the news. You don't need it. What video? On Skype. Uh, oh, Tomo, talk to me about the news. The news this week. Well, one thing that happened big on Monday, as everyone saw, 
Canopy's loyal CEO was fired. He did not step down. Oh, he was. Oh, yes, fired. he was fired. He was fired. Yeah. The, guy, the guy behind him is going to get fired as well. Um, That's weird. I just literally listened to him talk last two weeks he, ago at Idea City. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But uh, basically, um, what is it? Confederation brand or whatever who owns 40% yes. of Canopy is very disappointed in the profit scales that they've shown and all their margins and everything. So they're bringing in their own people as a state, as a stockholder. I am as well. I have to say. Yeah. Well, hey, I was a stockholder when it was six dollars. Is anyone holding Cantrust stock today? That. Well, that's it probably not good. Four or five dollars. We got when they bought them. Mm -hmm. It. Uh, we got freebies. Ah, when, who nice. Them? Whoever bought them. Oh really? Mm. Why is my Instagram? Mm. But along with that, in the news today is seven ten. So happy seven ten. So what's and I had no. I'm like, why are people talking about seven ten? What the hell is seven ten? Write 710? the date out and flip it upside down. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Spells oil. Just learned a few years ago too. But a few years ago, I learned today. This morning, I'm a founding I, father. I posted. <laughs> I posted a picture of Betty White uh, dabbing. Oh, really nice. I say happy happy seven ten, and not one person has got it. She's like. I don't, I don't get it. The dab is the a dab. dance move. Oh, like the dab. Yeah, oh, I get it. I did. Why? Why it's didn't like, that click in I my always, head? If I were just trying I to be always cool. Knew hitting a dab is like hit a dab, yeah. hit a dab, yeah. hit a dab, and then yeah. that song came out, and everyone's like, I'm like "Go hit a dab." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, what the uh, frick? Are oh, you doing? we got <laughs> lots of swearing. You're worse than me, I think. Al. Uh, yeah, but I'm usually home sitting in my underwear. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Great picture you painted there for me. So 710 has been going on for years. Is this like a years thing? I think uh, you're not as long 2013. as How about about Vapril? Is it, is it as good as Vapril? That's new. Vapril is our new thing That's and it's going to take since off. Since last year, really. <laughs> I started. Yeah, you're the my name. I, that's, I'm the, I am the founding human. Trademark. I, of Vapril. Uh, dot, dot, and dot, guys, dot. remember that. 420 is there. You could take one day of a break. Do you know and the then meaning we have, of 420? Obviously, yeah. He, he talked about it on the show last week. Did, he asked you. He quizzed you, and you knew about the statue, but... Yeah, the statue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. San Bernardino. In Berkeley, right? Yeah. No, it was a high school. It was after high school, they would go to the park, and yeah. that's where the that's, statue it, yeah. of he Louis Pasteur was. People thought that it was a cop call sign. It was, you know, 420 means there's pot. Really? Yeah. Uh, Bob Marley's birthday. Yeah, that Bob was always like a random. Is that his birthday? No, it's no. not even oh. his birthday. But people would say it's that. It's Hitler's birthday. Yeah, oh. it's Hitler's birthday. Yes. Well, that's why we're dabbing. On, we're dabbing for Hitler. Yeah. No, like so that he can. I don't know. We could kill him a whole bunch more times. I don't know why we're talking about Hitler right know. now. You know that that you know, dude like killed half Jews, my family. <laughs> yeah, this is I what's happening. About yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, so. it's, it's already it's pretty offside there right now. It's like according to the internet. The first celebrations of 710 took place in 2012. Really? Yeah, so it's very The exact good. origins are unknown, but it started becoming popularized in 2012. How about 210, like Terry does? I, Terry's got 210 when you just can't wait to 420. Hey! Here's, that's here's that's his new thing. Yeah, that's his new thing. Here, Terry from out west, Roycroft. He has, that's where he nice. comes up with. Hold on, my arm is itchy. What are your thoughts about what's going on with Canada Day? I, I have an yeah. issue with people calling it Cannabis Day. I'm oh, sorry, 100%. I'm calling it old-fashioned, but I'm a Canadian, yeah. uh, and it's Canada Day. 
that's our nation's birthday. Seven ten are pot days. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Cannabis. Although didn't I thought you guys on July first or anything. I thought you meant stupid. that. Why are we celebrating Canada Day at all? Because we basically took no. our land. It's t- it's a tough it's a tough discussion though. All land was eventually taken. Right. By See, Sunrise. it's it's a good argument, but it's like I'm still Canadian and I'm patriotic. Mm. What do you what do you do? It's you know. Do you find Canadians are as or more patriotic than U.S. people? Less. Less. I wish we are we less. Loved our yeah. country as much on, as Americans love their country. On, yeah, it's true. On the subject, I think. Where I, is it that we're more indifferent well, to it, or we just like don't believe in this? A it's a different years. value. It's not, it's not part of, are we maleficent to it? Like, is it our maleficence? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, because we also identify, we're still British. We, walk we also learn in an area, in a, in a, in a small town in Ohio, for instance, yeah. and you see American flag, American flag, you know, God, you go to, God yeah. love America, blah, blah, blah. You walk around Toronto, Some, yeah. you don't see that. Now you see Raptors, flags. You see it's funny, we believe more in Raptors than we do in our country. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But I hear, I hear the argument. I mean, we also didn't develop in the same way, right? The only war Canada ever had to fight on its own against another country was against the U.S. in the War of 1812. Yes. And we, we yeah, we did. They burnt Fort with York. With the help we, of our native population That's as right. Well. We, we burnt the White House, which is why it's the White House, and they burnt Fort York, which is why we marched down there. Yeah. I get that. But that's the only thing. Like, we did not have to fight the British because we're still part of the British I mandate. I personally think they're patriots. Are we comes, talking about... This is yeah, awesome. No, Great I conversation. personally comes from young age and what you learn in school. Americans don't learn about other countries in school. They learn about America. Uh, America. That's not America. good, though. What are you going to believe in if you're taught at a young age? Yeah, no, I agree. I, trust me. Look, Canada, I'm all we, screwed up. Canada, I went to religious schools. History school. and geography in history, the 70s at Castle yeah. Frank High School in Toronto was walking in and copying down everything that was on every board and then going for lunch. That was history and geography. Yeah. Okay. Now, at least, you know, like, with the kids they play with the the puzzle they mm-hmm. they put them in the right areas and stuff like that how put many prime ministers have there been in canada <laughs> how many more people would know the how many presidents there's been yeah. in the u.s even canadians than how many prime ministers there's been in canada i took a lot of american history because yeah. i went to school there so i'm biased now i just you know way more no, i'm canadian You're through canadian? and through no, i just went there for school because they I pay went, me to I go was there, there school. for first year of my life my dad was at heart i know a lot more, but it's also canadian history we think it's kind of boring mm-hmm. we had the quebec Sorry. act of 1770 oh, or in, something like in that high school, i took american history i took canadian american history. canadian yeah it was can american history but our history sort of just sort of developed you know and where it like didn't wasn't born out of blood. Canada's only what a hundred and something. One hundred and fifty, but one hundred and fifty yeah. something rather. This, it was just last year. It's just more exciting. Yeah. It's drama. We fought. They fought. The, pr- the price they of they the, the price tea. of stamps. The tea. Yeah, the price <laughs> of stamps. That's what we remember. It could also just be a numbers. Thing. Okay. There's. Can we talk 10 about times cannabis? The amount of people yeah. there, you see ten times more of it. Yeah. Let's talk about cannabis. Are you done with the news? I can keep going on about it. Yeah, let's talk news. We're still doing news. I haven't even gotten to the study yet. So there was a wicked article today on a physician. I'll look up his name right now, but writing about there shouldn't be labels of indica and sativa. It should be more based on what terpenes and cannabinoids are actually in the Of course, yes. They are there, but people have a solid stigma of 
I have a sativa. I'm right. gonna be so. But you it. even, but hold, you even. I do, hold. Uh, you know how I tell you. Yes. I f yes. I fight that same battle, yeah. and then you're like, well, you know, no. they're still gonna get it different because it's a sativa. All I'm saying is you say it like that. Generic is how people look at it. Right. If you sit here, what like I do all the time, and educate about terpenes. I'll wait three months. Someone will come back and be like, "Oh, I looked into mercenine and lime, right. and I know what this is now." And yeah, I can look for that in the strain. But as a general basis, people look at it as indicativa. All to me that is, is different terpene compound. Well, it, you, it, you're right. It actually all it really is is the location on the planet, and therefore it developed maybe slightly different. different. But we don't even have true genetics anymore. That are most of the stuff, and I would say ninety unless it's pure land race I have that you're going to find gold seeds right now. Right, I so just got them. So he's very excited. He's some land race seeds. Super but are they really Colombian gold? I seeds? had some of the plant that it came off of. Yeah, I think it is. It, 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 here's a question for you because you would know this. When you get seeds off of off of out of bud, mm -hmm. okay, you know you do the the album thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it true that if you get a good growth out of them, they're most likely be, going to become hermaphrodites? It's not true. No. Okay. It's not. It all depends on the, the seed itself first. Yes. Or how you grow it, because you can Cause turn some something. Some people will tell you if you grab a seed from a bud mm -hmm. that you're smoking, you're going to end up with a hermaphrodite. Okay, so if it came off a hermy plant, which yes, it most likely yes. did, there's a chance, but I've grown stuff off hermy plants, male and Have female, you? tons of times. And just gotten. And just gotten, but it's genetic. all a numbers game. Yeah. It's a numbers game. By all means, if you get 50 seeds, some of them are going to be female, some of them are going to be male, some of them are going to be hermy. Some people will stand up and say, I bet you I can get every one of those fucking seeds to crack, no matter where they came from, and they do. Oh, I can germinate <laughs> any. <laughs> I will germinate anything. A, there's a little bit of a talent to cracking it, seeds. You, the trick? Damp paper towel. Yep. Glass plate. Yep. Glass plate over top. Yep. Put it Boom. in the shelf for 24 hours. Go and put more Guarantee water on germinate. it. Guarantee germinate. If you're worried about them not germinating, for 24 hours, soak them in water first, then do the paper towel trick. You'll germinate. Learn something today, Art. I am learning. I'm listening. Hey, you don't see me shut up that often. There we go. So <laughs> the doctor I'm listening. I'm listening to yeah. germination. You know. That's something I do. I. I'm good at German. Tyler knows I how to crack the that. seed. I have so many people around <laughs> me that I can ask questions, but yet I've never had a grow off myself. I've never done it. Well, I was supposed to I this thought. year, but then decided I was going to move, but now we're not you know, moving, and now I'm too... You never put them on no, because I, I thought I was going to move. Now I'm not moving. It's a whole kerfuffle. Next year, or give me a closet in your house. All right. <laughs> well, you come out of the closet. Okay, now tell I'm me. fully out. Uh, what else is happening in the news? Are we good with that? Uh, so I can keep going on in the news. Let's well, move on in, from news. It was Dr. Russo who did Oh, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. This is old stuff. Dr. Russo, like that's maybe a new article by him. It's but good. I he's really the, enjoy it. Yeah. He, Dr. Russo is one of the like founding, I'd say there's a founding human. And I like human. it because he's one of the first people I've seen support so, your, what you talk yeah. about, which I believe in. He's also the one who found the cannabis in the shaman's cave that you hear about 2,500 ah, years ago. Okay, so he's okay. a neurologist turned archaeologist who's Very a big cool. cannabis dude out of California. Very he's like, cool. we're trying to, we're, he may come here and talk next year, part of uh, like uh, one of, no, 
No, not the shaman. Dr. No, Doctor Russo. He's oh, a cool. Okay. Like I haven't spoken to him personally, but Kevin speaks to him. Kevin Hall mm-hmm. once in a while. Like it seems like he's a like a pretty down to earth guy. Wants to come out and chat. Loves the stuff. Uh, yeah, but that's where I get a lot of my information. I yeah. mean, he's a guy. So this one breaks into. He's like, been doing this for with twenty years, thirty years. With Lyme and he, uh, yes, he breaks it. It's really good. I he's really like if there's anybody to trust as a physician in the cannabis world, outside of of course us, is Doctor Russo. I've right known he's, Sunir he's, Agawal for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, I've known. Sunir that's so cool. And he's 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 just like wow. Yeah, you know, he's like you, Ira. Seriously, I would love to get you two. We should get him on the show. So let's do it. Yeah, let's I will ask do him. it. Okay, so I'm going to move on now. Yep, move on. We're going to go into this study. Are we ready for the study, people? It's uh, We maybe go overtime because we only literally started Do like whenever. Uh, so here is the study today. We're going to be actually, you want to pass me that because are you going to, what do you feel? Have you read it? I read the first two pages. I only read the first page. It's all we need. Because it's just the summary. I'm supposed to say that. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I read the whole article. No, um, you did. I watched. We're actually so that's not what we're reviewing. That's huh. just the supplementary stuff. Okay. So we're today we're talking about um, uh, cannabis in gastrointestinal, uh, right? Yeah, gastrointestinal stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a question for Al. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, we could actually. No, no, we're God gonna no. we're gonna get God there. No. We're gonna get there. So, uh, no, 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 it's a it's ahead, it's, it's a it's a good question. We have okay. a good question. We want your opinion. We want your answer. Okay. So uh, here's the study that we're reviewing today, and then we'll talk about why cannabis does actually help for GA or can potentially help for GI stuff. One of the largest things that we prescribe it for in clinics in Sorry. is for gastrointestinal stuff. Now, what I don't want to say is that I mean, or if we read the. Um, the uh, Canadian Association of Gastroenterologists and stuff, they came out with a position statement. It's actually a fairly moderate statement. It's not the don't ever use cannabis. They say, theoretically, this stuff sounds like it really can work. Mm -hmm. Of course, we need more studies and all the other stuff, and it should only be tried after traditional stuff Mm -hmm. is tried. But when we go through this study and we talk about, is this relevant to our patients? You know, we always go through all the results Mm -hmm. valid. The question is, is it you know, do the benefits outweigh the risk? Well, when you talk about that, you know, these guys in the article, they said something awesome. They're like, uh, well, the drugs we normally use can kill you. So what do you think? <laughs> like, that's literally, I'll read you their line for line what they said. So Read the twig line too. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so here's the study. Cannabis induces a clinical response in patients with Crohn's disease, a prospective placebo-controlled study. This study was done by a guy by the name of Naftali. Um, these guys are out of Israel. Of and... Uh, uh, in Tel Aviv, I was just say Tel Aviv. and yeah, Tel Aviv, Israel, like a lot of this stuff. This was done in 2013, so this was the first, to their knowledge, They've randomized been on that page. Oh for yeah, a long time. This is, to their knowledge, the first randomized control trial looking at cannabis for their disease, and wow. to my knowledge, I think it is as well. So um, what they did, just in general, what the study did is it took a bunch of patients, and they they had specific outcomes. The mm-hmm. question that they asked was. Um, is cannabis, so their outcome was, uh, their primary objective of the study, I'll just read it, was the induction of uh, remission. So they were trying to get patients who, were, uh, who have Crohn's disease, uh, which is inflammatory bowel disease, not to, con- not to um, confuse that with IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. One is a syndrome because we don't know what else to call it. And it's real, we just don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like saying fibromyalgia. It's a bunch of symptoms, but it's we don't have like we don't whatever doesn't have you know a specific finding per se uh, or a physical mm-hmm. finding. But 
IBD is Crohn's colitis. So either you have Crohn's, there are specific findings that you find on, in your gut uh, on scoping and the same with colitis, same idea. So we're talking about IBD right now. Uh, so when you have IBD, or in this case, they used Crohn's patients. When you have Crohn's patients, they have a specific regiment of medications that they try on you. Methotrexate, you can go to like a, a, like a, a form of another form of aspirin, other steroids, a whole bunch of... Um, a whole bunch of medications that uh, uh, really strong steroids, a weaker steroid, um, and then you have biologics, you have all these different different drugs uh, to try to decrease the inflammation and all that stuff that's happening. Uh, alpha, what they call, um, um, to, 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 I can't remember, intrinsic factor, uh, TNF, uh, TNF alpha blockade, sorry, that's just another one. Anyway, so what they're trying to do is they're looking at a cer certain population who is um, not responding to traditional medications, including uh, prednisones, biologics, and the uh, aspirin sort of derivatives, uh, who's not responding to those things. And they're gonna try them on cannabis to see if they can induce remission or at least bring, yeah, get them out of having uh, their symptoms. So remission isn't really symptoms. Uh, it includes symptoms, but remission also includes uh, that you don't actually have the physical finding anymore. Um, and But also for them, what they used as remission is they actually have an index called the Crohn's Disease Activity Index and a score of 150 uh, or less, they describe that as being in remission in this study. And it includes everything. Mm -hmm. So the question was, did that happen? Their secondary outcome, what they were looking at was the response rate. Um, they were looking at a reduction of at least uh, a certain amount of points on certain blood levels. Like they were looking at C-reactive protein, inflammatory markers in the blood. So there, and, and then of course, quality of life and all the other stuff as secondary outcomes. Primary outcome is, are they gonna be in remission? Secondary outcome is all the other quality of life stuff and some blood work. Okay, okay so that's yep. what the study was. Uh, in general, the study actually never hit statistical significance when it came to, uh, to putting people into remission. That being said, in the, in the study arm, 50% of those people were found to be in remission by the end of the study. It just didn't have a statistical significance. But where it did have a statistical significance is when you looked at the, the treatment group, and in this case, the treatment group are those who are given cannabis, um, those people had a very significant difference when it came to symptomology. So their symptoms were decreased significantly by the score index that they used versus the control group. Not only that, they were all, by eight weeks, everybody in the treatment group was off of their steroid. So, which is a really good outcome. Yeah. But now we have to sort of look at these results. How valid are these results? How big was the study and all that other good jazz? So, you know, as we do our therapy studies, we're all, or as we, you know, review studies, we're also learning about how to review studies. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about a therapy study, so far we've done a... In the past, we did the systematic review study mm -hmm. analysis, how to do the big bunch of studies. Then we did a harm study. So we looked at you know the harm. Now we're looking at therapy, does it help? Yep. So again, we start with, are the results valid? So the question is, are they randomized? Did these, is this a randomized controlled placebo controlled trial? And is it blinded? 
So these guys were randomized. They for sure tried. They used. They even described how they did the randomization by putting. They did a block. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They did randomize them. The randomization was good, but then were they concealed? Right. So was there concealment? Uh, and uh, was there uh, concealment specifically around the allocation? Did they know which groups they were put into? So did the, this is my question to Al. That's what I'm trying to do is Al. So allocation, when we conceal allocation, it means um, the people that we put into the cannabis using group, did they know they were in the cannabis using group versus the people that are in the placebo okay, using a, group? A double blind. So, exactly. Then we call it double blind. Concealment is, is blinding, right? Are they blinded to which group that they're in? So, I mean, Al, how do you blind people in this kind of study where oh, you got... <laughs> yeah! Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> the he yeah, for. that's totally it, man. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like that's that's it. I did. I did. Uh, I've done a few. See, we knew that you did a few. That's why we were going to ask you. Yeah. But point is, like, what I'm trying to say is, if if how do you do a blinded study on cannabis? Because like, if you're the cannabis arm, you know you're getting cannabis because you go and get high. There's uh, the you know, placebo, I, yeah. I've bought some other shit before in okay. my lifetime that was like parsley and shit, you know, yeah. so, you know, you live and learn. Yeah, I know. But like, did you, but how do you, <laughs> you knew but you knew it was yeah. parsley that you weren't so, getting high. Yeah. yeah so no, what do you do? Oh, you're not no, getting the young. actual thing. There's no, the placebo. It was one of those. Like, too fine of a line. Want to buy some weed? <laughs> it's you could only blind them with CBD. If you're giving them real cannabinoid, well, like real can. CBD. No, real THC. Or, yeah. well, you could do the study with CBD. Oh, you could. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, like, the know, only way to make I, a placebo effective in that because it would balance. It can be done because I don't know how many times I've been sitting there smoking a joint with somebody. Sorry, combusting. And um, you want to know something? Like, they're oh. like, oh, I don't like this weed. Well, look, give it to me because I like it. It's because it reacts differently. Yeah, yeah. I, of course. But yeah. you know that you're smoking. You know the, you're, you, you know you're. One thing that I always like to remind in every show that I've done, cannabis is strain and patient specific. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could be Don Blow over there and Chris Schmall over there smoking <laughs> the same exact strains. Yeah. One with ADHD, one with nothing, and you're going to get two different reactions. Yes, you're yes. right. But my point here is that if cannabis is cannabis at the end of the day thc is thc you're if you have thc and you have nothing you know the difference between thc and nothing so it's really difficult to blind people because they're going to get high so they're going to know what group they're in i don't know some people don't get high oh Oh. I've met one person who can't absorb Seriously, THC. In my I, know I guess that. I mean, who, who yeah, that's one fair. But that's you don't run a study like that. No, I mean in a. In a I'm not talking about individuals. Scenario. I'm talking about the study, Al. Yeah. But you would come across those people in those studies. You you, you may, very but not on study, a not very large, not on a small basis. Yeah. What, what is the size of one of these studies? Good. You do okay, there we go. That makes them valid. Yes. Yeah. There so, hey, go. Al, what are the results? How precise is the estimate? Beautiful. How big is the, how large is the yeah. treatment effect? And if how does it make it valid? Three or four people. Right. You're going to get a good no. qualified answer. You don't, no. Do you listen to anything that we do on here? 
because you know so sound, now how to use those to ask those it's questions. sounding to me exactly. like so tyler now knows but the smaller the study the more variable it's going to be right because yeah. four people have four different results so the 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 and i did hear you talking and you put me to sleep fuck you're such a <laughs> dick cannabis. Uh, i was waiting and listening come on tell me something interesting i'm just kidding you're a dick <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, so the the more people you have in the study, the more usually the more well rounded that study, robust that study could be. The precision of the treatment effect is going to be smaller because you have so many people. A lot of them will have the same What's result. What's the average number? Of well, you have to power a study. Some studies, like I said last week, yeah. if I take two people and throw them off of a bridge, they're probably both going to die. So yeah. you don't need to have a big study to know that if you throw people off a bridge, they die. But if you're looking for a really precise, a small step on a butterfly, you're going to have a mess. Right, right, exactly. So, but if I'm looking for a needle in a haystack, yes. you're going to have to have the study that's a lot larger. Oh, yes, that's right. Because I don't know that there's, if I stu step in no the middle, average size you, of the clinical study. No, you have to power. We call it powering the study. So you have to create the power based on a small. Sample like size first. Base. You do like, yeah, exactly. You do yeah. like uh, research market research yeah, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. And, and that's called a pilot study. Yeah. So you find out, and then you do based on the pilot study, the market research you do, you decide how big you need it to be to get the full effect for the next study, a exactly. larger study. That's sort of how it works. Yeah. Make sense? Mm -hmm. They used to do those kinds of studies standing on the corner, young and bluer with a microphone. They, they'd cost you, excuse me, can we talk to you for a minute? Yeah, so those are study. market, yeah, market research stuff. Okay, so let's go back. Was the randomization yes? Is it difficult to conceal? It is, mm -hmm. because how the hell do you conceal like cannabis? You can't, you, I mean, you can maybe one effect. or two. There's too much of an effect. Right. On the body. No. Uh, was there an intention to treat? Meaning, did they, uh, when they started, were they going to include everybody in the study, no matter how they finished the study? They did mention that, uh, or I can't remember if they mentioned that, but I'm pretty sure they mentioned it in there. So I'm going to say yes. Were the groups similar in all ways? So once you randomize them, if they're different, if I have, you know, all men in one group, all women in another group, all young people in one group, all women and all old mm -hmm. people in another group, those are different groups. Yeah. So that's why we randomize. And these guys were pretty much pretty much random. We can see where they they both pretty much started around baseline, uh, in, in and all of their other shit is there. You can look at it in the study. The have truth. You got, have you got a URL that we can post in your feed for this study? Well, that's a good idea. What about the other ones we've done? Why haven't well, you mentioned that? We should be posting. Usually, I have somebody during my show oh. myself posting the articles we're talking about. Yeah. Well, you should know where you need to turn that question to. You need to go like, nope, keep going. <laughs> that's a do. Yeah, that's a great idea. Why aren't we doing that? Burnouts. Fantastic idea. You know, a bunch of potheads over there. I'm just, I'm just always in panic. Yeah, I, 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 I've done this because I'm a pothead. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. It's true. Okay, so here we go. What else did I write here? Uh, were the patients aware of the allocation? Well, how the fuck do you not be aware of it. And they talked about that in the end. So at the end of the study, they said, um, uh, the study was a very small study. They only recruited, uh, they recruited like 50 people and then most of them didn't, weren't included. Mm -hmm. And they only ended up with 20 and they randomized 10 to each arm of the study. So it's a very small trial. So are we able to generalize really from the study? Probably not as well as we'd like to because it's so small, like I said, but at least it's a beginning. Um, so the question was, um, um, all right. So at the end of the study, of the 
of the 20 people, the 10 in each arm, only two in the placebo group didn't know which arm they were allocated to. Everybody else was able to guess which group they were in. So that poses a problem, but you know, but how do you conceal it? So I'll tell you for the studies we're moving forward with, I think uh, when it comes to doing cannabis research, we have to be a little bit um, innovative on how we do our methodology, maybe using a different type of methodology. And that's what we're a bunch of researchers are getting together to talk about. Because how do you, you know, how do you, are you, are you're dancing? You're, he doesn't dance, give a shit. Just He's like, Al's already out. He's like, oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, ask your question. No, there, I forgot my question. See, there you go. Fuck. Put another quarter. Oh, geez. All right. This money's for hope, right? Yeah, money is actually... I took 75 cents of it is from the, 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 the till, but the rest of it is donations. The final numbers went in last month. Oh, okay. Well, just for this month. <laughs> um, all right. How, I, I yeah. remembered my question. Oh, there when you they're, go. When they're asking, like, they ask people questions. They're not doing blood tests and stuff like that. Are they in these? Yes, they are they doing. Do, yes. They do it all. Yes. So what kind of questions do they ask these people? So, this is what, so that's what I told you. So for this study, um, the, the methods that they used they looked at the uh, Crohn's disease activity index because remember they're comparing Crohn's. So they're asking so they're, people they're, who have Crohn's or issues with their stomachs. Yes. Specific questions. That's correct. Like, like, are your symptoms better or worse? But when, and then they'll ask specific, right? Like, versus nothing. They'll just have them do a checklist. Like for instance, but then they'll also do blood work, and yeah, then they'll also do like, a scope. I wake up in the morning and I go potty, and then I don't feel so well. Right. Afterwards, it's like my stomach. Mm -hmm. It's diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's my stomach. I just feel like, Wah. so then I have to eat, and then I feel better. Um, is is that stomach related, or is that diabetes related? Like those are the kind of things Both. That you have to figure out. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right? So these. Yeah. So they have include. So like I said, when you randomize people in a trial. Yeah. You try to um, adjust for all of those things. You want to make sure both arms are equal in all ways. You would put inclusion criteria. What is the criteria even to enter the study? And things like diabetes would be excluded because you couldn't tell. Yeah. So you want just the Crohn's patients who are not doing well on X drug. That is the study question. That is what the people that you bring into this kind of study. Yes. So, like, but for you, for example, is your diabetes related to the stomach? For sure it is. You can get gastroparesis, all of that stuff. So in studies, though, they include or exclude based on different criteria. If it's going to be a massive confounding variable, which means is it going, how do I tell what it came from? We'll just exclude it then. Can they but tell what's causing it? You won't be able to tell what's causing it, but just exclude them from the study. Um, or What happens then? They're not getting it. It's, they're just not in the study, right? If the question is, do patients who have Crohn's disease do okay with cannabis? That's one question. Do patients with Crohn's and diabetes do well with, that's another study. That's all right. You can include those people if you want and call that a real life scenario. And we like real life results. It, it is. I don't disagree with you, but... Health Canada, it makes it really complicated to do studies. And then to like, so you want to ask a very specific question in a specific population. But it isn't a bad idea. You could say people with diabetes and have Crohn, people with Crohn's who also have diabetes, did they do better on their traditional don't change anything medications or the addition of cannabis? That's a good question to ask. You could do that study. This study didn't do that. This looked just at Crohn's patients who were difficult to uh, Was there a good to test. To, well, hold on. That's, we're not there yet, man. 
Yeah, man. I just listen. Jump in the gun. I actually answered that question. I did before, but only in the summary. All right, so what are the results? So the results of the study, um, they included, what, 20 people in the study? Yes. Uh, very many. Yeah, it wasn't very many, and they wrote that as one of their weaknesses. And I, and I think, you know, it is what it is, but what all... Yeah, so that's so when you do a when you do a pilot study, you use it as a lawn. It's like almost like a. Well, the practical application is well, we see a benefit in certain areas, um, and now we need more studies to show a bigger therapeutic benefit. Mm -hmm. Right. To be. What? You can't hear you at all on these mics. Just so you know. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just telling him to come on. Oh. <laughs> we'll make sure by next week we'll. We're going to get Luke. You can mic. hear it on there, though. We can make sure we're still up and running over there. We can hear you, um, but they can't. Oh, you can tell me if we're still live. Yeah, we are. You know, with the two people who are now gone. It's gone down to one. <laughs> it's like gone down a little one second delay. A little one. Um, all right. So, so what are the results of this study? Uh, I think the most important thing is after eight weeks of treatment... Their score decreases were very significantly higher, like better score improvements for those using cannabis. And they were all steroid free, which is huge. Versus the control group whose scores went upwards were worse at eight weeks and were still, and well, two of them deteriorated so badly they had to have rescue therapy. And that was in the control group. So meaning they'd go on IVs and all the other jazz and all the bigness. So, yeah. So it was statistically significant from that perspective. So, but this is simply related to the symptomology of the Crohn's disease. The so symptoms. the symptoms. So the pain, the nausea, the the now, bowel Graham, movements. Graham yeah. suffers from Crohn's really yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. So in this study, the people were significantly better from that. Mm -hmm. But when it came to their actual primary outcome, which was are they in remission, meaning are all the symptoms, like Depleting, that whole scale, uh, are they in remission? That wasn't statistically significant. Why? Well, probably because they only had 10 people in each group. So they didn't, so they didn't have enough people because yeah. you're going to have such variability. Not enough, not enough information. That's right. Oh. They weren't able to gather enough information, but super, super promising, right? Because yes. those who, even though the study was so small. How long they, was the study though, too? It shows here. Go to figure one. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's not in there, man. That's not wrong yeah, study. Yeah, wrong. Well, it's not that eight weeks for complete remission of Crohn's. I think that's pretty short too, right? It I mean, is. That, that, yeah. I mean, watching what Al went through the last few years with his Crohn's, he's been in and out of the hospital. I, I, it, that seems a little too quick for me. Right. So with it, twenty he was, people, he was bedridden in the hospital for weeks, then went home, and he still had to take it easy for another month or two and then after the, there was a few months of trials and errors yeah and, yeah and especially these are severe yeah. patients we're talking about yeah, here right very severe probably, like yeah these like well this is almost life threatening at that well the point, inclusion right? criteria is that they all suck at at, at crohn's disease because they run every other drug and it's not working right so you know this is one of the problems i find when with with the cannabis like with doctors that refer patients and are like you know, they're like, well, you're, you're, la we're, you're the last hope for this yeah. person. They've tried everything under the sun for every disease that they have. Fix Nothing's them. working. And they come and say, well, cannabis, is, it's the cure-all, so yeah. it's going to fix it's you. 
shit. Well, how am I going to, like, you expect that to work? And then when it doesn't work, they're like, see, it doesn't work for anything. Yep. Yep. What kind of shit is that? Well, that's just that's the same. That's humanity. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> okay. same thing as walk, going over to your friend's place to smoke yeah. a joint, and your body doesn't like the weed you got. It's the same thing. Well, no, I, 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 I no, yeah. It, yeah, it's a little different than that. I, is it? I think it's, it comes down to like what they've been education and like we need to start telling people. In, in, I don't know how you put it in school. But I know. I want you on mic next time. I know, Whatever. I don't know Fuck how you it. Put it in school, but like you know, the preventative kind of like you know, we have to get that in mind. Right? Everything I learned in the back pit of school, <laughs> right? It can't be. Reactive. So I'm just he's kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the problem that I find is that like all these dogs, like we hear so much, you know, the media goes back and forth whether they like it or don't like it. They do the whatever story, whatever sto yeah, right, very, whatever story, right? They're very biased. Canadian they, are they controlled by the shit. conservatives or are they controlled by the liberals? Most yeah. of the media in Canada is controlled by the liberals. A yeah, chunk of it. So yeah, they're trying to they're on, they're their off. Fucking campaign. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So it, it creates a so you get talk about the government and everybody's swearing. Not a fan. Not so, a fan. but but the I mean, it's a huge problem for us, and it's a it's an, a stigma. I think it's one of the most prevalent stigmas within the medical community. Is I sent you my most difficult patient and it didn't work, so therefore cannabis doesn't work. That's that's, that's and that's what you see in the paper. that's confirmation bias. And that's mm -hmm. what you see in the paper yes. most of the time. That's right. Yes. That's the confirmation bias. They don't look at the hundreds of other people that, you know, had moderate disease, severe, like less disease, didn't want to start other drugs they, and, and are fine and hadn't have to go on those big drugs. They're looking at only their population of people that doesn't matter what you do for them, nothing's going to work. Right. And why would cannabis work for them? It's like what you said. And so now I find myself having to justify, like I go into this defensive mode you and it You said it sucks. like last week too, because I said it, but that rule of five. How can this work right. for every five people? Right. It's what, what did we say? I said it wrong last time, so you say it. Two, it works excellent in two. two. Okay. A for one. It does nothing, nothing for, for two, two others. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it's going to do. It's going to, that's just literally what it's going to do. And I mm -hmm. think no matter what studies we do on it, you're going to find the same result in general of that. Cool discussion today, guys. Um, mm -hmm. So. Now we know what the what the the study actually showed. We know it didn't meet its primary outcome, but was statistically significant for symptom relief, which is you know. And I guess in real world outcomes, does it matter if you're in remission if you have no symptoms? Hey, they don't consider that the same thing. No, mm -mm. because it's still remission there. is a technical it's thing. Yeah, because they still have the 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 signs inside their body. Signs you. So you see, yeah, like when they do the scopes, they have a whole uh, thing. Well, that could cause major issues too. Like if you were not in remission, but you're is that the music that you hear? It's the dance hall. Yeah, dance that's hall. what you hear on the mics. No, I can hear it in the air. Dude. But remember when you said you hear music? Oh yes, you can. Is hear it that? that? You can hear that. Oh yes. Jesus! Yeah, like the good Jesus. I don't know. I probably screwed that up. The good one. I'm not Moses. trying to like offend anybody. I don't know anybody that he was trying. They almost converted him today. Oh my God. Uh, so do you believe in uh, revelations? What, what, what? I said something first and he's like, everything's Satan. Do you and believe like, in oh, God? God? No, they're like, oh, so do you believe in God? And Or he was telling him about, I. that's the one part I heard. It, heard, sorry. Yeah. And I hear Christino and I over there were just like under our computers. Anyway, this guy was like, hey, so um, telling him about religion. He's like, so what do you believe in? And Tyler turns out, yeah, I don't believe in God. And like, I believe in a whole bunch of stuff. I believe in spirituality being connected to the earth. I don't believe in some man floating on a cloud made me. Right. And I've read 
a ton of so, but this guy then he was going off like revelation just yeah he's happened. telling me revelations and proof of them within the last hundred years that they took place and i'm just like dude i went to a private protestant university and because i stood up and said i was an atheist i failed the class you want to know what i believe you're born you pay your phone bill you die <laughs> Well, I mean, so right. So, yeah, you know, interesting, but, and, but that's good. That's empirical evidence. Mm. That's the evidence. So, that's, that's, and if something else exists, excellent. But do I need to live my life trying to worry about that? Just be a good human on this planet. Nope. That, ex that person is aliens following us on earth and tracking us for television. I mean, that's <laughs> like, like the, uh, I'd believe that before. A lot I, so other do stuff. I. Well, why wouldn't there be aliens like that put us here? Exactly. Or are we in a black hole? They I'm watching this awesome. This this I'm, I'm listening. I like like the the what? Bob Lazar. Have you watched that yet? The who? Bob Lazar. The guy who worked at S. Oh, Bob Lazar. No, but I I am watching this um uh cosmology thing. I'm like super into like space science. I watched science. a bunch of documentaries the other night. Yeah, I love. Space and science. I'm like a Stephen Hawking huge fan of black holes, knocking it off its uh, kilter. Oh, I didn't. You're watching that cosmetology on on yeah. Netflix, and he goes through it. Yeah, oh, I yo, didn't know they want. Really that's really cool. Yeah. And they they want to fire one? stuff at. Hold on, why? And knock it off off out out of its uh, gravitational, gravitational orbit of eight. What? To find out if they can actually do that to the huge meteors that are flying towards us that are bigger yeah. than the moon. And when they do that, our ocean will f go nuts. Our whole world will go nuts. The magnetical going force, nuts as it is. Well, the moon is our magnet, is a it's magnet. It's a magnet. 62 uh. Celsius in Kuwait, it was setting trees on fire yesterday or the day before. What was the moon? The, the, no, no, the just sun. how hot it is. So the, now really? the oh, heat wave that's going through Europe. Yeah, right now, stuff, it's insane. There's, there is a pocket over Alaska right now that is minute by minute melting more ice quicker than it's melting on its own. Yeah, that's because our. Um, yeah, well, yeah. What, well I thought we recovered our system. so our our ozone. Well, that was the only thing that the world the world has ever come together on. And that was was, yeah. and that's the and ozone stopping and stopping and right and stopping yeah. ozone because well the ozone is our really is our you got to think of it as our force field. It's the shield that yeah. shields yeah. us from and everything now they else. Have similar, but products. I thought we were healing it. I guess mm -hmm. it's not they, as good. Our feed for well, meat. That's what I was getting it. at. They they have similar products. Really? Our spray can. The largest. Hold on. Effect, we got wait. The largest effect on greenhouse on. gas is the egg, like is animals. agriculture yeah. animals. Yeah. All our uh -huh. thirst for cows. Fucking kills and us. killing trees and yeah bees. cutting down the rainforest bees man. i hear yeah. like bees are a big bees, thing you take our bees away from us within within bees are dying because years, of the pesticides dead. we use on Probably crops perfect. that they pollinate they're taking that pollinated pesticide back into their hive and it's making diseases and example. killing them up north yeah uh about Death, yeah. three years ago so crazy they announced that the first uh corn crop from montecito seed was coming up monsanto yeah monsanto, monsanto. okay and within weeks, the bees in that area died God. the minute the crops came up. And we were getting, uh, uh, walking around in Durham, Ontario, which is, you know, just uh, three and a half hours straight up six. Okay. We were walking around town. There were bees everywhere, dead on the ground from this because all the, it was the first season that the, the Monsanto crops came up. Look at oh, India. Man. 
India was given all of those Monsanto crops. Right. They grew them for a few years. They can no longer grow any other seed in any part of their land because it's completely filtered to only grow Monsanto. Monsanto now sells those seeds to the country and has charged them more, and it puts farmers into poverty. It's terrible. It's freaking terrible. And eventually they'll have to go in with their equipment. See, I always, you know, I'm I'm not a GMO fan. None of us really are, of course. But I am a little bit. They do have their, their there are some things that have well, their Yeah. Well, I agree. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the good thing about GMO, and I know that we get, it gets all this bad rap, but like go to places that were never able to farm ever and everybody was dying. GMO changed that. They can plant a corn and it'll grow. That being said, it's now the only corn they can grow and they're getting host. Monopolizing a country's agriculture is kind of is, evil. What's, is it better than death? Well, if the food's killing them too. Yeah, I guess so. My dog, I... Hold on. Sorry. Look at is an soy. heirloom vegetable Look like soy. Uh, soy is GMO. is that is that like broccoli that you've had for thirty years? <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. Woo! We need some of that on your burger, right? <laughs> is it worth more? Long word they put on menus and then charge an extra forty bucks. I, oh really? No. Sorry, what did no, you say? No, thing. let's. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. We have GMO'd yes. our whole our whole life is GMO but now, selection natural selection. What he's talking now. about selective cropping is yeah. plant a ton of crops. Yeah, but start only producing the crops that are good. GMO I think, is taking I think science. He, that's going not in what he's saying. No, hold on. He's saying he's saying natural selection is GMO. That's, that's we not, GMO who do you breed with? Modifying. Yeah, but who do you're you? You're not modifying any genetics doing that. No, no, but you can do it. You're. I don't know. Maybe you're right. <laughs> Yeah, that's called naturally breeding, not going into the physics of the plant and it's planting right. shit in it and making it right, genetic but I, Okay, I hear the genetic modification that's allows it to natural. be more resistant. That's totally, that's what happens in nature. Well, no, but we do that ourselves. We genetically modify who we want to breed, who we want to do all these things with. Well, yeah. But, but now we can, that's natural me, selection. That's doing it naturally. And, right, okay, so natural selection yeah. is okay, but the extreme of that is genetic modification you don't think is Monsanto's okay. Monsanto's farms are... What if you were able to cut little, out cancer? Rooms they're doing with okay, so let me ask you, what if I was able to cut out cancer from your life? From my life. Which we can do because we can genetically modify your DNA to do that. That's what, uh, what's the name? Yeah, CRISPR does. They've so just, well, They've just done that with pigs. Yeah, but you could do that in humans. What if I was able to take I out would. your, what if I was able to take your loved one, one's loved one, from ever having cancer? I would need a Is lot that of okay? statistical backing. I would not be the first person to do it. And I, I would want it to be in my done on 50 million people before I would even consider yeah. it. I mean, people will do it. I mean, I think. I still just can't. Cancer's bad, man. You get it. It's not good. We had. Some no, guys. I know, but right. But if I was able to cut, the, what if I was able to cut Crohn's disease out? What if I was able to cut out the I vomiting you had? Anyone go into my body and cut That's things out? It's the not literally cut it. Pump things in. We don't. Me, I say no. But it's not cutting. It's yeah, where we edit it basically. It's like we erase it. That shit freaks me out. But it's right. Where do you right? So that's the ethical part. Mm. You know, if I if I could genetically modify the cancer out of me, I probably would. We've had some guys on the show. They uh, they've been on twice, and they are basically GMO hot guys. They are working on removing 
percent of any molds, yep, viruses from being able to grow on there from the seed. Itself. That's right. Yep. That's right. So that's GMOing your cannabis. Yeah. So I'm not I mean, down. Does, I don't it, even it use has, auto seeds. It does have some some you know, valid work. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. Why are you there taking that out? In that, but you just fine. Thank now, oh. if you take all those molds of things away from the plant, if those plants you don't, don't use auto what? Terpenes, use auto correct stuff that the other plants do that, and ruin the soil. There's there's a good and bad in everything. You got to weigh them both and make your own decision. I know, but like I don't think it's so. If we make something resistant to mold, if the cannabis, mold will get stronger over time and eventually take it over. Happen. And then what if that mold that gets stronger then starts We've affecting humans before you ingest it? So I'm looking at cam. I'm talking about cannabis yeah. now, right? Beetles and that, yeah. yeah Cicadas. Well, I'm going to go back to this this study. I'm not down with GMOing anything, but it's just oh, he had it's had what that. happens. Yeah. So I have to. So you don't you don't modify any you don't any of your seeds. I'm modified. almost down to now using <laughs> only aloe and stuff for cloning. I'm almost to using no unnatural shit. Hmm. So if I roll a just doobie, good water and then wrap good, it with our RSO. And then sprinkle kaif all over it. Is that a GMO doobie? <laughs> no, that. Well, that's, it's all that's natural. A Jeffrey. <laughs> that's, a Jeffrey. <laughs> that's you know, it's interesting, but you I'm shouldn't smoke it. By the way, okay. So now here's what I'm going to say about. So there, I'll I'll save it for the end because it's going to be the big wow. This is what that happened. Uh, so were the results? What were the results? We spoke about the results. Mm -hmm. Was it a large treatment effect? Well, it's it wasn't great, but there was no significant difference for their primary outcome. It wasn't a big big enough group but at the end of the day they were symptom symptomatically uh out of pain mm -hmm. and improved and not using steroids at eight weeks by uh by 12 weeks when they did their final uh follow-up was it no 10 weeks when they did their final follow-up after the study they did a two wa two week washout period all the people in the control group were back in their or in the in the treatment group the ones who are using cannabis who have been off of it now for two weeks were all back up on their scores so I mean, there is some effect there. Was it precise? We know not. We know it wasn't fully. So how can I use these results? I think we have to obviously take this with a grain of sand or whatever, with a puff of. Uh, What's of, smaller, sand or salt? I don't know. Which grain do you want? Sand. Do you know? No idea. I'm just saying that. Sand. RSO. RSO is smaller than sand. Rick oh oh no, but what I'm saying, well, I don't know. What I'm saying is, is how do we apply these results? We have to take them with a puff of the RSO is what I was trying to say. Gotcha. With the shatterizer. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Like, I don't know why you call it RSO, but I mean, I guess they do. He came up with a protocol. Rick Simpson. It's his protocol. I, it's, what he it's his protocol. Yeah, it's fair. You could do that. It's. Yes. This, I appreciate that. People call my dosing guidelines, the price protocol and they call what's written it's on the it. protocol. Yeah. yeah. It's just his protocol. It's what he, he, he did it and it worked for him again. Yeah. Good for him. You know, and, and, but. Even, did it exist before? Even JB, My protocol did not exist. Even JB just saying. has his own protocol now mm -hmm. that he was working for, with Rick, you know, JB. Yeah. And and he adds other things into it. Yeah, listen, life, holistic. Rick believes. Listen, doesn't matter. And you've got that's good. other guys who. But that's good. Isopropyl, and they, that's a, a, you know, a. Isopropyl, yeah. 
alcohol. And they're getting different things going. And so, but that's good. You need those different discussions exactly. in the exactly. in the founding people. Yeah, also need people. those different things. I'm sure there are cancers out there that RSO is the only thing that'll work. Well, I, cannabis. I don't know about the RSO. RSO is... It's, it's concentrated. It's just con yeah, it's just plant extract concentrated. It's you know, no. It, I, he it was an isolate. That's not RSO is not full plant. No, RSO. There, some, it, RSO is not full. full you could no because his protocol. So it's not called. It's and RSO if you're following the protocol. So, it's like one gram. All right, you put the plant in alcohol. It's stripping everything out of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not disagreeing. Right. What's bipolar? We were talking about that on, on my show the other day. And Can I just finish this yeah, study and then we'll... Remember this bipolar business because okay. I want to know what we're talking about. I wrote it up here. Well, yeah, write it down because I'll have to remember because I'm bipolar. Good, right. <laughs> so um, how precise we already spoke. So are these results, you know, how do we apply them? So again, take it with a grain of sand, salt, yeah. shatter, anything you want. That's how we got off topic there again. Thought about it. Um, it wasn't a large enough trial, but it does show some promising effects. Maybe we should slow. I don't know what to do with that, but anyway. Um, are they clinically important? It's super important. This is like a really important question. you know. And the question is, what other things does cannabis do for? Crohn's. For Crohn's or for inflammation. And, and so there's this other study here. It's not a study, it's a review. It's in ulceration, inflammation, certain parts of your, your bowel. Uh, the role of cannabis in gastrointestinal disorders altogether, you know, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, there's a lot, there's evidence here for it, reducing both gastric and uh, gastric acid secretion and gastric motor activity. So people that have, for example, uh, uh, and this is just one thing. I mean, there's so many things, but, you know, people that have uh, GERD, gastritis, heartburn, Right, it decreases gastric acid. That's I yes, stomach, THC does. Stomach ulcers from overactive. It decreases. Glands. That helps it, me. Right, so it decreases ulcerations that you get from things like NSAIDs and Advil mm. by decreasing decreasing specific parts um, through through its effect on the CB1 receptor. It's very quick. And and so and what causes ulcers are certain chemicals, and those chemicals are inhibited by THC in your gut. So uh, specifically, we've seen them lots of this stuff in animal models. So yeah, there, there, there are, cause it does like, yeah, you can get that. You, yeah. So there are a couple things that you can get. There are downsides of course, to any, any drug, um, because it decreases motility, it helps uh, de like, so let's say in a Crohn's patient that going to the bathroom seven, eight times a day, it'll, it'll slow that mm -hmm. down and, and control sphincter, like sphincter control. Uh, it helps but, take the inflammation off. But that hole. being said, if somebody's using too much THC, they can stop going to the bathroom. It, it can reverse itself, can it not? Can it cause yeah, yeah, inflammation as well? As no, it no. won't cause inflammation. Um, per se, but I mean, I guess it could in a bimodal, like it could, if you're using far too, like way too much of it, it certainly can affect the receptor to the point that it becomes dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah and then, and then, and then it'll misfire like other drugs. Um, so you have to be careful. There are certain, and then it can cause cannabis hyperemesis syndrome, which can cause, which is that cyclical I, vomiting. I put myself in the hospital. I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. I just, I had too much RSO that day. Yeah. So, and I've seen people that have like, that have you gone know, crazy on RSO, by the way. In the emergency. We're seeing a lot more of that yeah. now. And, you know, it's, it's a problem because there's no, 
There's, we call it greening out. Drugs with cannabis? No, no, it's just, no going just green. Just greening out. But, that, but that's because they don't know the dose, man. They go over to the, they go over to one of the legal shops and they say, "Here, man, take this, yeah, take, eat thing. this Timbit," right. and and the Timbit has 200 milligrams of. Yeah, but they, but who the hell wouldn't eat a Timbit? Because how do you not eat? A, how do you only eat a quarter of a damn Timbit? Like it's impossible. But then they then Health Canada goes to the other extreme and they say you can only have ten milligrams of THC or CBD in an entire package, which which doesn't make sense. It creates waste, man. It creates so much, so much waste. Well, it's not that. I mean, that's for you on an, as an individual. But imagine you're gonna have like I'm just gonna keep making you'll have my a own thousand edibles. packages. Somebody with our it's a big waste that just wants to alleviate the pain in your fingers. That would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That would be. It would be. Enough. And then, yeah, until they've been doing that for a few years and then need to increase and they're buying all more 10 by 10 by 10 by 10. Right. So here's the final thing that I'm going to say two more things about the study. The last question that I'm going to add that this thing always asks is, does the risks, does the benefit outweigh the risk? You know what I mean? And uh, I believe so. I believe so. Right. Well, even they say this. They say this. Although the long-term side effects of cannabis are not negligible, other treatments for Crohn's disease, such as steroids, um, purine analogs, anti-TNF factor, all these other stuff, also carry also carry very significant side effects. Some of even uh, some even life-threatening. So, like at the end of the day, like, do you want to die or do you want to green out for a few hours? Mm -hmm. You know, if at the worst case scenario that you green out. So I think, I mean, I think we have all this mounting evidence. Can we take this and say, oh, everybody can go use it for Crohn's? No, I think that we can say that we need more research and this is very positive. At the end of the day, they designed it well. I think the hardest part where they had some design flaws is in the blinding because it's impossible to blind. Yeah. So, but we don't know how to do those studies yet. Here's an interesting factor. I'll close on the like close the study section on this. Do you know what they used in the study that got ethics approval? They smoked. They gave them half gram. That's surprising. They, yeah, because they it's 2013. Vaporizers wow. weren't big yet, so they smoked. They smoked 115 milligrams of THC. Each dose. Each dose. So yeah, half a gram of. Half like a gram of 23%. Did they yeah. not try injecting? No, no. The study was designed by smoking. It was designed for Yeah, smoking. yeah, yeah. Would that and they, where did they get their, where did they get their plants from? From their twigs. Non, <laughs> from twigs. From twigs. It's what does it say here? That's gotta be this is translating awesome. from Israeli into Yeah, English. for sure it does. Like, for sure. So does. instead of saying like, um, like a cutting or instead a of a clone, clone or, or a cutting, cutting or they're like, twigs. like, and we just took some twigs. We got them from twi. Oh, here it says, we. We dealt with this problem by using cannabis made from genetically identical uh, plants grown from the twigs of the same mother. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna start I using love that. Twig. Have you, That's have my you, new um, thing. So you wanted to go back to bipolar. What are we talking about? Bipolar. Talking? Well, um, oh, the the solvents, solvents. When mm -hmm. you like, uh, we talk about the differences, the different solvents that that you can use, and the one that that. Is it we running? Seems to mm -hmm. get the most bang for the buck is the isopropyl. Yeah, the because the highest content bipolar. of a solvent and it, is yeah, bipolar. It gets, it, I don't know what you mean by bipolar. It attracts both the 
cannabinoid and plant, everything goes in. It sucks everything out of whatever so it's everything. soaked in. Oh, like ethanol will do that yes, too. Yes, because yes, it's a high potency alcohol. Benzene. Then when you use no, it. you burn that. You, the, it you it can evaporates. evaporates. Oh yeah, yeah. You okay. burn it off. Far less. Then you take your burnt off product, put it through a vac of for 48, 72 hours, and you're gonna have a good proper purge okay. yeah. or a desiccation pot. So yeah, the purge you is what home, you need. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got a desiccation yes. pot. Do you? Do you? You have a defecation Ooh, pot? Yeah, one of those two. Well, it's just <laughs> basically all it is, it's a very fancy <laughs> lid. Yeah, it goes upside down. Pot, and then it runs off a vacuum pump. I'll talk into the... You get your nice little pile of, you get your pile of RSO in there and it goes like this. It goes... Psh, 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 Is that what it does? Can, can, we, can you do that again? It's so cool. Very it's like a souffle effects, going up and down. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to see. That's cool. That's cool. You learn something every day. That's cool. Um, what else, man? I think we, we fucking crushed today. After, we still have a half an hour. No, we do the 3 to 420, man. That's the usual. We started 20 minutes late. We're finishing 20 minutes late. I think we're uh, all together. We're on. Track. We're good. Do we know what we're doing next week? So, and it's up to me to buy this stupid. You need a mic, uh, one more cord, and and the patch thing so we can try. It. What's a patch thing? The XLR. Oh, then, oh, we need the XLR. We want to try the thing. I need this new. This stupid interface thing is driving me mad. If you but have, did this work today with you? you have, uh, is or yes, like this? Yeah, okay. okay, so we had no problem. No, it's all so all this crap I heard. Like, I thought we were gonna have a royal rumble. It's egos. I'm in here trying to help somebody. I'm just sitting there right? like this. I'm like just there. Just smart. Oh, I'm sorry. Was there? There was a patient in here. I'm trying to do bywall crap. <laughs> Oi. 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 And Oi. I had to bring her out here. You guys got a little quieter. Oi. And then that wasn't working. And I bring her back over there. <laughs> you see that? You got passionate people. Passionate people. She not coming back here. No, she's very happy because All right. I do my job. Real well. people. Aw, see, Tyler, I guess we do like yeah. you at the end of the day. You might, you know, be a little bit of an asshole to me, but. So anyways, if anybody an has an back. old I know, I'm just, like, I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm just kidding. Please I'm just kidding. It makes the banter better. It does, yeah, yeah. So I, I was really back? trying to say you like you can be lazy, but I didn't want to say that because you're not really even when though you're going to come and talk to you lazy about, at home. Uh, <laughs> hope and, and stuff. When am I coming to talk about hope? Yeah. Um, when you invite me. Tomorrow. I'm in Toronto. Aside from tomorrow. Thursdays are usually, I do my uh, epic days in but Toronto. We record something and do that. I but would totally do it. Yeah, I'll come yeah. to the street. I got like, I thought you did Mondays because I was coming after Mondays, clinic. Mondays, we have uh, tenants and stuff in the, in the Airbnb. Okay. And, and usually I'm there on Thursdays from 2 to 4.20. And we're literally, because we're closed. So, you know, we literally, we occupy the park at the corner of the really? Ferguson Station. And uh, we sit there and, and we're up to about 20, 25 people a day. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And a lot of new people. We have uh, people from the AIDS network. Wow. Over. Uh, they come over just sometimes just for... Police can't kick day. you out of the street. Yeah, they could come. We could oh, they be, could? We could be charged with, with, what do they call it now? It's not traffic anymore. It's uh, possession for the intent. Yeah, well, that's well, always yeah, been like They just have enough people there that each one of them can give away thirty grams. We're doing it very publicly. Yeah, we're 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 not selling it. If you want to call me a drug dealer between the hours of two and four twenty on Thursdays in Hamilton, whatever. But if you need help weaning yourself off of opiates, that's what we do, man. Come that's... and talk to us. Ira's on board. Tyler's on board. That's cool. We have mm -hmm. a slew of other people that are on board, and. 
even if we help one person a day, that's all that matters. Just like hey, one yeah, person yeah, a day, that's huge, a huge. You know, or we, one yeah. person at all. You know, it's an Neil Magnuson. Yeah. Neil Magnuson is seeing up upwards around 150 to 200 people a day in Vancouver. The lineups are down the road. What is he doing? Uh, he does his uh, cannabis substitution project. That's that's what I, I just thought. That's what we were doing. Uh, yeah, we have factor. seventy people come through here a day. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what our made like our major, our ma You see the major pain page. The patient, the patient, the pain patient's major concern when they come here is I need off these drugs. I refuse yep. them. I've never, I've never gone yeah, we on, on opiates at all. I mean, there's I, a place I mean, for them, but I went, I went from. Uh, my doctor refusing to sign because he didn't know enough about it to I'll put you on sesame for now and then when we figure it out and then we figured it out and mm -hmm. together and I've always brought in what I'm using do you have patients that bring in their medicine just to show all of you? them yeah yeah they have to yeah. it's part of our okay yeah well they, the first time they come in they have to bring us all their lists no I, I don't mean that I mean okay well I have a oh bring in their cannabis yeah. oh of course yeah, 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 yeah all the time have all the time wanted that. to uh, be so upfront yeah. with her doctor she walked in hello we do this what we do cannabis with, with uh, some RSO yeah to show him and he fired her and told her not to came back come back and sent her a letter saying you brought illegal drugs into my office. Was she prescribed cannabis at the time? Yes. So she can manipulate the product in any fashion she wants. That's not yeah. an illegal yeah. product. Well, we knew. Well, that doctor should be, written be in up. trouble. Where's Instead, the they write now? me up all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they write me up all the time. You in trouble all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. You started a revolution. It is what it is, man. You know, I, I went, my first signing doctor was Robert Cameron. Really? I actually went out to his clinic, yeah. met him. Talk to him. Rob was a nice guy. Anyway, so a nice guy. I've had him on the, the show a few times. For, still? Yep. So, yep. and, and for those who wife, don't know, they have a wellness clinic just up there instead of instead in the U.S. Of, is no, is he back in Canada? No, no he's still, still up practicing. In no, he doesn't have his license. They turned it into a wellness clinic as yeah. opposed to a doctor's office. You know, just for those who don't know, just before, just after I started prescribing, there was another guy just around the same time. His yep. name was Rob Cameramins, Doctor Cameramins. He was up in Cohill. Uh he was just. uh trying to help people out really nice guy anyways college gave him a hard time media gave him a hard time he was doing some stuff but who knows at the end of the day i don't think he got to talk, tell his his tale um he's been on my show and talked about it. i missed it then maybe we should uh i should i'd like to hear him yeah i'd like to see that file anyway just a good guy okay what yeah all around really nice like nice hippie <laughs> You know what? You walk you walk into his office and you sit down and you're getting an examination from a guy that looks like Tommy Chong. Yeah, he totally does. <laughs> and he talks like Tommy. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but he's really laid back. Once in a while they let in Tommy Chong's really laid back. Once yeah. in a while they let let in, let in some, you know, unique doctors, you know. It's all changing now hopefully. Well, you know, at, at one time like yourself, you were one of those unique doctors. Oh, oh, I'm not anymore? Of course you are. Now I'm just an asshole. More. There's a lot more doctors out there taking a chance. Unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of thankfully. doctors out there that won't sign now. Yeah. Now, the good news is, you know, when you're sitting alone doing something, you don't have a movement and it sucks. When you have, you know, a, you, two, three, five, now you have a movement. So, and then you have a movement and with movement comes numbers and power and then it can grow. But it sucks to be sitting out there alone. That's for sure. It was it was really tough at that time. Yeah, it was uh, basically until two years ago. You were basically under the firing lines. Yeah, for, for five, six years. You've been threatened. You've been right. But then I look at guys like Morgan Taller, you know, like 
I grew dude, up knowing him. My right. Dad knew like him. this, like, yeah. I mean, that's a hero. Like, dude sat in yep. jail for 10 years. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, for women's rights, for a was, right, for human rights. I was at rights. a meeting that he had after the bombing. I was there with my dad. Yeah, and he's death threats. I mean, I've had death threats, not like have he you? has. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had it all, man. And now we're going to have to go through this whole abortion thing again. It's oh, not, yeah, that's it's so not in Canada. Really? I'm not going to. Nobody. Are you kidding me in Canada? There's not a doctor in Canada that you'll find that won't. Yeah. Even our right wing conservatives are more right, left wing than their, their left wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our, our conservatives are more liberal than their but Democrats. You know how much we're getting ragged on for Quebec trying to friggin' ban the hijab? Yeah, I know. Well, that That's is a little ridiculous. dumb. Yeah. And America is ripping on but Canada because they're like, we'll let anyone work and wear a hijab in yeah, no, America. Yeah, I know, but but we'll Quebec also tried to separate from Canada. Exactly. So like, yeah. and if you go there, it's not like it's a totally different culture. No. I have been in Montreal buying something and said, oh, it's great to be in this country. And I'm like, I'm from Toronto, and they're like, you're in Canada, boy. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I just looked like a complete dick. Yeah, they don't really uh, look at. Yeah, even though it was the original part of Canada. They've been trying to yeah, yeah. They always were. All right, everybody. Any other plugs that we need to do? Uh, yoga. Yoga is tonight. Yoga is tonight. Yoga for chronic pain. Doesn't matter how much you can move. You can do it from a chair. Alicia is a great teacher. And it's tonight at 630 at the Burlington location on Harvester Road across from the Applebee Go Station in Burlington. Do it up. Um, anybody can do it. Do it from a chair. Al. Yeah. It's a it, good idea. She's a great teacher. You know her. Yeah, yeah. That's she's right. She's a great teacher. Yeah. Um, uh, buy well. Buy well. Signed up a bunch of people today. Continue coming. Save some money off of your medical cannabis through the buy well platform. Through a coverage product. That's the insurance. Yeah, the insurance program. Mm -hmm. Doesn't cost you anything. Just save money. Save 15%. Uh, what else? Fantastic. Uh, plus you save 16% on your taxes. So overall it's like 32% savings. Mm -hmm. Are you able to, compl uh, to, to, uh, claim cannabis now? Yeah. You, you can so. claim cannabis. You can claim it a lot easier when you have cannabis, when you have, uh, when you have a policy new, like new that. form of plant, cannabis. Cannabis, it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, you can claim it in your taxes as a medical expense. But only if it comes from a licensed producer. 100%. You're yeah. not getting a receipt yeah. from a street dealer. Yeah. Right? Al, I don't go to a street. I don't, I don't. I'm just. I'm just talking don't shit, Al. Um, what else? I, I know. Where Check I out Instagram. Oh, you're watching it. Uh, Instagram is uh, Dr. Ira Price. Also, check out Synergy Health Services. Check out 420 Radio. Check out Tyler something T T Y L E R M Seven Ten. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, I just got it. Yep, Dude, weird. I never got it till right now. It's been there for, it's been there for a long like time. Fifteen. Yeah. So are we done? I was, uh, yeah, we're done. Father. So I'm going to run my uh, okay, disclaimer bye. tonight. Thank you, Ira.